Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Our Haunted Lives podcast. Uh, I am David Taylor, my co-host, uh, Christy G, Sparkplug. Uh, Spark um, today, we are joined by Damon and Josh with RKB Paranormal. They are an upstart paranormal investigation and research group out of Dixon, Tennessee. Um, so I would like to introduce Damon and Josh. Guys, how are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Awesome. Uh, Christy, how are you? Hey, I'm trucking along like always. <laughs> awesome. The energy is really good coming off you right now, Christy. So, <laughs> just joking. Uh, okay. I'm still reeling from the, uh, the Virginia hunt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, let's kind of get into a little bit of background. Uh, Damon, we're going we're gonna to start with you. Um, give us a little bit of background about yourself and how you got into the paranormal. Oh, I've been into it as long as I can remember. Um, my first experience, I can remember I was like three years old, um, which then again, it could just be in my imagination of a three-year-old, but I remember sleeping on my couch and waking up in what seemed like a witch floating above me. And I would close my eyes, cover up, uncovering and still be there. So I don't know if it was actually something there or if I was just imagining it, but that was the first thing I remember kind of spooking me out and freaking me out. And uh, me and Josh have been friends nearly 30 years and we've been into this since we were probably 14, 15 years old. And uh, it is something we had talked about for years and years and years. And back June of last year, we just finally, finally decided to go ahead, you know, let's do it. You know, we're not getting any younger. We might as well do it while we can. So, sure. And then, and then, Josh, uh, what what is your kind of background? Is it kind of similar to to Damon's? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I pretty much grew up around a, a family that enjoyed doing uh, paranormal investigation stuff. Uh, the The house I grew up in was. Um, there was always something of the paranormal sorts going on there. And, you know, growing up around things like that, you want to, I guess if it doesn't scare you away, you want to learn more about it. And so this is kind of what's led us to the point we're at now. Nice. Uh, how did you, how did you uh, meet up with, with Angel and Kelly? Um, are they just like people you knew that were, you know, had similar interest in the paranormal? Well, Angel is my wife. We've been married for almost 17 years. Congratulations. She's, thank you. And she's, she's always been a little bit more on the skeptical side. Um, okay. Her family was very religious and said that, you know, things, things like that didn't happen. So she went last year with uh, me and Damien to, um, Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. Oh, and <laughs> she, uh, well, it it woke her up and realized that there is things that you know you you just can't explain anything other than. I and bet she, it <laughs> Yeah, and she's she's been hooked ever since. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so uh, Kelly is is. Is is she a wife or a sibling of somebody else on this podcast? Well, Damon? her and her and Damien is actually engaged to get married. Oh, there you yeah. go. Congratulations. Yeah. 
Right on, man. Right on. That was one of the common. That was one of our common interests when we started talking. She told me she was into that, and uh, of course that was something I was really big into. And uh, I told her we were uh, just started this team. Me and Josh did, and uh, she was real supportive of it at first. And she went with me, Josh, and Angel to um, Octagon Hall up in Franklin, Kentucky. Yeah. And okay. Her and Angel had an experience together, and that kind of linked them together as really good friends and she's been kind of hooked ever since then too so that octagon hall is definitely that's that's a beast of, of a yeah. frame. It, there's, there's so many layers in that place and i i have i haven't actually been to it but i've watched a lot of uh the people that have investigated there um it's it's just there's so many layers of that place every time you go there's something new and i can't wait to go so yeah, you'll you'll what, definitely enjoy it there. So what what um you know what what kind of geez how can I how can I uh, answer this question? What was your first investigation that you guys did? Because I know a lot of people when they start out with the paranormal, um, they don't really have an opportunity to get into like an octagon hall, or if they do, it's it's kind of pay to play. So what was the first place that you investigated together as a group? As a group, um, which would be me, Josh, and Angel, and we had a few others with us, but it would have been Brushy Mountain. That's what got me and Josh decided to, I was like, we're doing this now. So I'd went up there by myself during the day and uh, told him about it. And he was like, man, you should have let me know. I would have went with you. So me and him went back up there about a week later. And we got to talking on the way back home. I was like, man, we like to come up here at night and you know, check this place out and we gathered up some people. We went up there, and when we got done, we knew that's, that we we had to do it. Okay, okay. Josh was was uh, as as Damien just said. So that was your first experience together, uh, you know. And have you like investigated things on your own? Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, going as a a team, I would. That's the first place we went. Now, of course, me and Damien. And uh, the guy that our our team is named after, um, we have done, I guess, somewhat of of different investigations on our own before all this, whenever we were all probably 15, 16 years old, just trying to see what we can connect with. And that... All these little things throughout the years is what's led us to this point of where we're at. Sure, sure. Uh, Chris, do you have any any questions uh, for Josh about their their experiences? Now I remember growing up. Um, there's things that happened that you may forget about, and then later on in life remember them. And you were saying that you've had experiences since you can like teenage years is there anything one particular that sticks out in your mind that uh, just doesn't go away yeah i mean most definitely uh there's a cemetery around the the town here we live in and it's uh it's called werewolf springs and that was probably the one place that we had that was close close to home that we could go to especially as as teenagers to investigate because there's kind of a, a long weird history of, of, of the cemetery itself. And we were, 
me and Damien and our other best friend Keith, we was all out there one night um, recording, and we didn't really pick up on anything, I guess, at that moment. So whenever me and Damien went back home, we was listening to the to the tape, see what, you know, mm-hmm. what if maybe we'd pick something up, and in in the background, and it we listened to this thing probably 15 times, I know over and over again, but you could hear this really deep, like old train whistle. And which was kind of cool because of the history behind the cemetery itself. Uh, Supposedly back forever ago, there was a, a bad train wreck and there was this creature on the, on the train which is where the the name Werewolf Springs came from. But supposedly there there really was a train wreck and there was a bunch of slaves that was on the the train that that did die. And uh wow. So that's so a lot of negative. Well, are they trying I to think to over the years think that like a werewolf caused it? Yeah, like over the years people has enhanced it and changed around the story I guess to make it it sounds a little bit more than what it really is. Um, sure, great urban legend. Right. Um, yeah. But I, as far as I know, no one has ever actually seen or came across a, a werewolf out there. <laughs> well, if they that do, uh, I'll give you my number. You need to call and let me know because I'm fascinated with werewolves and vampires. Oh, so well, yeah. I, I would like to come check it out. <laughs> we'll see if we can meet up and get the guy's autograph when we're out there because uh, – yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damon, uh, so what was your what was your kind of first um, you know kind of thing of of just kind of uh, of kind of you know riding Josh's coattails here on on what he was talking about um, was was that your first experience you know when you were in your teenage years kind of like that or was there something different? No, mine would have came probably when I was eight or nine, something like that. These apartments I grew up in, we uh, always heard rumors that the apartments were haunted and stuff, and none of us really believed it. My parents were gone one one afternoon, and me and my friend ran to my house where we had to get something out of there. And when we walked in the, the living room, it sounded like we heard somebody snoring. It was like, oh, that's, that's weird, whatever. Went back to my room, got whatever we was getting, came back out. We heard it again. This time we looked over to the couch and it looked like somebody was laying on the couch and like they got up, like the, the cushions like rose up, like they just got off the couch. And of course, me and him being eight, nine, ten years old, it scared the shit out of us. So we took off running and I didn't come back home. My parents came home. So and, uh, needless to say, I was, uh, I was a little spooked, but, you know. I tried to tell my parents, and they were just like, "Oh, you're just imagining it." And yeah, that that would be my first experience. Well, I think I think I'm seeing a trend here, David, yes. with Damien. Okay, he starts out with uh, three years of age, sure, having a witch floating on top of him, yeah, and then going into the age eight, nine. I'm sure there's probably stuff in between those two ages that may come back to memory. Sure. But uh, sure. 
I want to hear a little bit more about the floating witch when you were three, because that that's fascinating to me. Because um, I don't believe that you were imagining it. I every sense in my being tells me that it wasn't imagination. Well, I have a I have a terrible memory to begin with, but like I can remember this like it happened just 20 minutes ago. Right. So for whatever reason, that night I decided to sleep on the couch, and uh, it's pretty dark in there, and I remember waking up at some point. When I looked up, looked up, there was a, what only thing I can describe as a witch just floating above my body. And of course, you know, being three years old, I was scared shitless, so I covered my head up and probably pulled the covers back down 30, 45 seconds later. She was still there. Still there. Still there. Do you, do you um, cover my head up Damon. again? There it was. Yes. Um, do you have, uh, do any people in your family have, uh, have connections uh, anywhere in your lineage with uh, witches or some kind of paranormal? Not that I know of, but I've never really asked around about it. Um, Cause my it mom kind of seemed... believes in all this stuff, but I've yeah, never really just... asked her about anything like that. With the with the with the way Christy was going with this, it just sounds like there's something in your family somewhere that um, has tapped into you. Um, and it's not to say it's bad or anything like that, but it just sounds like you have something right. that's that's that you kind of got it. You know what I'm talking about? Of you've got the paranormal, right. you've got you've got the experience when you're three, eight, fifteen, and now you're in a paranormal group. So that's what I'm I'm just kind of asking right. of. You know, with 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 right. my family, with my family, uh, you know, I can go back, you know, to my great grand grandmother and her telling, you know, my grandmother about the paranormal experiences she had. So there's always been been things in my family. Same with Christy. Josh, do you have anything that's in your family that you possibly know about? Um, not really. I, I was told some stories of my my grandfather and and. And some of his family members of uh, chasing chasing after ghosts and things whenever they were in their uh, gosh probably their thirties. Uh, the story that I, I remember extremely well that they always told me was they was uh, running through a a field somewhere chasing after mm -hmm. what appeared to be a. Uh, a bright green light and said they they run after it for they said you know probably a good quarter mile or so trying to catch up with this thing but they said it was moving so fast that they could never get close and run up onto a, uh, a barbed wire fence and they said that whatever this green glow was said it went straight through the fence and said it actually left some type of, of fluid hanging off of the, the fence where it had passed through. Um, wow. It was slime from Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that was the only thing that I could ever, ever, you know, compare to. They got slime. And so I thought, you know, maybe this is just some, some funny story that, you know, they're trying to tell me and, but but no, they they believed a hundred percent that they was chasing after 
something through the woods and could just never catch up with. Sounds like it might was, have been. Was this on? Of, uh... Go ahead, David. Uh, I was going to ask Josh, was, was this on Indian land? Quite possibly. Um, okay. Kind of where they grew up at and, and the, the family was all kind of close together as far as living. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're going the same way that I'm going, David. I'm thinking some type of elemental type yeah, thing, yeah. possibly that from the land. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an interesting story, though. Or you could go the alien route, you know, little green Absolutely. man or little green ball. <laughs> Never know. It's paranormal. <laughs> um, so, so let's get a little bit into the equipment you guys use. Um, I know you guys are an upstart, uh, you know, investigation group, and and I know everybody has has different means and things like that. Uh, can you get into some of the things that you use during your investigations? Yeah, we basically use four simple things. We use a digital recorder. We use a video camera. EMF detector and dowsing rods. We've had tons of luck with all that. We figured, you know, we don't need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this high tech equipment when you can just do everything with simple stuff and get just the same as good of results. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm a, I I'm think a, Jeff wishes that I would have the same outlook that they do. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah. You we, know. Uh, I'm the, I'm the equipment guru here. It's like, oh, that's new. I want it. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm a I'm a big advocate for for uh, for dowsing rods. I, I think I think they work wonders in in trying to, uh, you know, in in finding where spirit is or letting you know to back off or or things like that. Um, yeah. So. Um, what what is your experiences with dowsing rods? Have they led you to certain things? Have they led you to any like bad experiences? Because I know the last time I used dowsing rods, um, they 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 were telling us that we were that Chrissy and I were kind of blocked in this room. Uh, we were having a real good battle with uh, with a spirit, and when we tried to walk through any any doorway that was in this place, the dowsing rods just separated. Because I was asking, "Can I go into this room?" and they would just say, "No." He didn't. So, he didn't like me. He didn't yeah. like me at all. It happens. <laughs> well, I know one of the strings. Well, I don't have very much luck with them. Is neither does Kelly, but Josh and Angel has really good luck with them. Yeah, you know, it, it can be like that. I mean, you know, it just depends on on how you are connected with with that piece of equipment. So, Josh, how how what's what's your best experience with with the dowsing rods, and what did it lead you to? Was it was it uh, good, bad, you know, mediocre, you know? Well, I always look at things kind of kind of a happy medium. Uh, yes, I know that I'm communicating with something. You always hope that some of the answers that you're getting are, are accurate. Um, you know, I do understand that, you know, especially if you're communicating with something that may be a little bit more on the evil side of things, you know, it may not always give you, it, it may answer some of the things that you want them to in the manner that you would like, but sometimes you can pick yes. up on them actually playing games, you know. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. And then at times, 
actually more times than, than none, I'll actually have the rods spinning in opposite directions. Just nonstop spinning. Okay. Sounds like you got some energy inside you. Well, yeah. I've always I've said that for a lot of years that I I feel like that there's something that's been attached to me for a very long time. But well, certain some people connect with like like you connect really well with the dowsing rods. Uh, David does. I've I've never been a dowsing rod person. but I think with any piece of equipment, the same with the spirits, some spirits will be able to communicate better through uh, a mail meter or better through the uh, SB7. And as same with people, you communicate better like with the dowsing rods. So for me, they I, I'm my own personal dowsing rod. So yeah. I've just never... You know, and maybe you'll sell me on it one of these days, David. Maybe you'll sell me on we'll, it. We'll, not quite the we'll, we'll get you there. We'll, we'll get you there. But <laughs> but the, the the REM pod is cool too. You know, when that's going off, it's kind of cool. Also, um, yes. yeah. So have have you have you guys used any of the the apps that are out there, like the Necrophonic or Portal or? Um, what's the one that you were using, Christy, uh, last Wednesday? What was that one? Uh, there's, uh, the Spirit. there's Spiritus, um, and then there's Phasmabox that I'm about to get, but that has to go on your PC, okay. uh, like a laptop. We used it this past weekend. It's amazing. So uh, I know I know you guys gave us the, the four the four um, the four basics that you use, but uh, do you guys try to use Spirit Boxes at all? We've had one that we had, one of our friends had one, and he couldn't figure out how to use it, and neither could we. So <laughs> it was it was kind of a complicated one for some reason. So we tried using it at Brushy Mountain, and we couldn't, couldn't figure out how the hell to use it. So That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um so what what kind of EVPs have you have you caught? I know you you told me about the um, the the whistle that that you heard that you listened to a lot of times. But with your digital recorder, are, are there any like what what's your top like three if you have any that you've caught on your investigations? Oh, sir, say Damien, we had one over Chell South just the other night. It's, it's yeah, we was clarity and we. Yeah, where me and Kelly live, it's we got some activity going on here, and uh, we got Josh and Angel over here a few nights ago, and we were doing some stuff after the kids went to bed, and uh, we, we were just doing it on our cell phone, and uh, we played it back, and I'd ask something, and it clear as day, a woman came through and said napkin. I said well, that doesn't make any sense, but Kelly's oldest son, he's he's kind of into all this stuff. He was here during the day that day. And uh, I guess he was hearing some stuff and he uh, put a napkin on the table and said, you know, can you move this napkin for me? And so, yeah, and I didn't know that until he spoke up a few minutes after that and said, well, I'll put a napkin on the table today and and told it to move it. And it was clear as day. uh, It sounded like a a woman said napkin. Clear as day. That's awesome. That's a really good one, uh, Josh. Uh, is 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 that one that you can go to, or do you have one that's that's a pretty good experience? Well, I've I've got several from where we was at um, 
Octagon Hall that I've I've listened to a couple different times. Um, the the ones that I got let me know that there is a a lot of of evil in that place because the the oh. ones that I got would say rather death hell um and i mean i'm i don't use i don't use any extremely good recording device other than my cell phone i think i think the recorder i have on my phone is is one of the greatest ones i've i've come across and sometimes they can be it the the ones that i picked up at octagon hall and there's several i mean it's just there's so much activity in that place that you really have to take the time to listen to each different piece a couple of different times because you've got on some of these it's a you've got a voice and then another voice over the top of it on top on top on top yes that's what i was talking about the layers of that place it's like an onion you just keep peeling the layers and the layers and the layers because there's so much that happened, not just that building or the hall, but the land itself. Mm-hmm. There's so much around there. And you could investigate that place for weeks and weeks and never even just tap into just the very minimum of it. So I know one of the things, the um, the lady that she she keeps up with the place and stuff all the time, one of the, I, I thought was... Uh, one of those goosebump type feelings that she was telling us was um, they were sitting out and on the, the back side of the property is uh train tracks said that they were sitting out there one night and said, this train came up and stopped in the middle of the tracks. Uh, they started looking okay. at the train through binoculars and they said, you know, this isn't just your ordinary train. Said so this, this looks like an old rail car from back in the the 1930s, just by the way they could okay. see the people dressed on this train. Just so happened that there was a, a guy that works for CSX out, out, out there investigating. So he calls down and was like, hey, I'm out at such and such location. What train do you have out on the track? And they mm-hmm. was like, there's there's no cranes in the area. And he was like, no, seriously, I'm out here at this place. What what train is coming through? Because if so, it looks like they're stopped or maybe there's problems or whatever. And they was like, seriously, there's, uh-huh. there's no trains coming through the track. And yeah, I've heard that same story. Um, there's uh, I, I, of course, I watch a lot of paranormal stuff on on TV and whatnot. Uh all those extra channels, but there was an investigation done there. I believe it was Nick Groff that was doing it. And they were talking about how they, you could hear the train and the train would go through and you could see the people in there, but it wasn't modern time. And then it would just disappear. It kind of like fade. And if I, if now you've all been there, I have not, but if I'm, correct it's just right on the back side of the octagon hall where the railroad track is is that correct yes ma'am right okay yeah that, that, sounds, that would be sounds, 
That's 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 crazy. The the story that that you were telling Josh of you know there's an actual employee of the train company calling somebody that would know if something was on the track. So it sounds very residual to me. I mean, you know, it just sounds like it happens yeah. over and over and over yeah, again. You know, and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a loop of you know it's here. A certain time, yeah, yeah. That's that's an incredible score. It gives me chills, dude. I got chills right now. It's just been great to see that. So, um, David, I think so we need go. to sit out there for about a week and watch that train. Yeah. Just wait for the loop. Okay. You know, I'm on, maybe we'll I'm, catch I'm on, it. I'm on my way now. <laughs> um, <Okay>. So <laughs> let's let's get into kind of where you guys um, want to go with, with, with what you're doing paranormal wise. Um, I know this is a kind of a general question. You can answer it any way that you want to. Um, so what, what are your goals? What do you want to do? I know a lot of people want to get on YouTube and have a thousand subscribers. I know people who, you know, want to get on Twitter and, and things like that, or TikTok. Uh, are your goals just to, you know, have your own experiences and meet other people in the paranormal and kind of work with them? Or, you know, are you going to stay in Tennessee? Or are you going to travel? So go ahead, Damon or Josh. Um, I could honestly care less about being on YouTube and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, if that happens, it happens. It's not something that's not what we're doing it for. Sure. You know, we're doing it for the experiences. We're doing it to, to have our answers, our questions answered that we've had all of our life. Okay. And, you know, we'd love to team up with other people that have more experience or we can learn from them. And, you know, we might have a trick or two that they could learn from us. And, you know, and we eventually want to venture past Tennessee and Kentucky and, and Mississippi and all that and get to some of the really, really big places. But that'll be in due time. So. Kentucky, sure, I've sure. got coming up. Bobby Mackey's coming up in Wilder, Kentucky. We have been to that. So. We, we were supposed to go there back in the fall, and some stuff happened, and we weren't able to make it. Um, but it's definitely on the bucket list. Right. It's yeah, been yeah. online, but I've been apprehensive to go there because I, being as that sensitive as I me. am, I might go in yeah. and not get a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I, it's just you know, with with reading about about Bobby Mackey's, you know, seeing the shows, uh, learning of experience of people, a place is just not good. I don't know why. I just get a feeling about that place. So, I I have hats off to to Damon, Josh, and Christy of all going to Bobby Mackey's because I want to go. I just don't. I I'm scared of it, dude. Sorry. <laughs> oh, believe me, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have sage in each pocket, probably some stuff down in my bra and behind my ears, and then I'm gonna be walking around with all my crystals, saying, "Devil be gone." Well, they don't, they yeah. don't believe in the devil, but you know. <laughs> but you know, I think be that, gone with I you. think that fear of the place and and knowing knowing kind of that type of history from it, I think, is what draws me to want to go there even more. Because there mm-hmm. is so much history and things that happen inside of that place. It's like, you know, yeah. there's so many questions that could be answered out of there. If, if, you know, you could just get something from the from the right person. Mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. about going. And yeah. I don't scare very easily. And so that's uh, 
for me to say that I'm apprehensive to go to a place, it's, uh, yeah. but I'm going to do it. I've, I've been places with this girl. She, she, she is uh, definitely, um, has no fear. The last investigation we were on, uh, I blindfolded her, tied her up and left her alone in a room for about 45 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't, she, it was, but it was her idea. It wasn't my idea. It was her idea. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe well, I, I, wanted, to, I, I wanted to see if you take away. I mean, I, I, I use my third eye a lot, uh, mind's eye, but it's a sensory thing. It's uh, it's a fear challenge or a scared challenge or whatever because you're vulnerable. And the place that we were at, there was a lot of um, soldiers and through the uh, through the wars and, and whatnot. Um, and being tied up, I'm like, hey, somebody come help me. I'm a woman. I'm tied up. Blah, blah. I had people. I felt I felt the, the ropes being jiggled behind my back oh, and wow. some other things happened too. But it, it was it was scary, but it was awesome at the same time it's like that adrenaline that right. you know yeah awesome. and the fear the fear i have of bobby mackey's is just for some reason um bad entities like to um challenge me in some way uh there's been a few investigations where i've run into some stuff that uh that just doesn't agree with me um Christy says, and other people say it's because of my stature, you know, I'm six, seven, about 275. And so these things, she says, I don't know why they're scared of me because they can do whatever they want, but, um, <laughs> you know, they're like, it's because of your stature. So that's, that's why I'm apprehensive because I, I know there's a lot of things. <laughs> so, um, so with, with that, what is, what is the best local, lore that you guys know out of Dixon or any other of the, the towns that you're close to, what is the biggest thing you guys want to go see in Tennessee? What's the one thing you want to investigate uh, in Tennessee? In Tennessee, I would, I, even though I've been there a few times, I want to actually investigate the Bell Witch Cave. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, just to see if if all that stuff's legit, if all those people that's told these stories are just full of shit. So, well, they did come across a document. This is pretty interesting. They did come across a document um, where it corresponded a soldier that was walking through that area um, the same time period. They had given him shelter, and um, he was writing in a journal. And he happened to mention the little girl that um, that had gone, I don't know the whole story of it, but the little girl that was going crazy or was being affected or whatnot. And this soldier was actually journaling. And that is the only thing that they have been able to find that connects the date, the time, the, the things that were going on with that family from an outside source. Wow. I thought wow. that was really interesting. This has just happened um, just this past year. So um, they've actually got a correspondence. So I think that's awesome. Oh, wow. Josh, would you would you like to go to the uh, Bell Witch Cave, Josh? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's one of those places that in Tennessee, if you're into that kind of thing, 
you know, you you want to go to that place just just to be there and, and go through all of it. My number one, though. Now, exactly where is it at in Tennessee? It's in Adams, Tennessee. Because <laughs> okay. I go to Tennessee quite a bit for investigations, and I'm trying to place exactly what part of Tennessee it's in. Where where do you go in Tennessee? It, what's, the name, what's the name of that, Christy? <laughs> The one place that the I Thomas would, I, the one place I want to go. Yeah, I go to the. I'm oh, sorry. Walking over sorry, everybody. Yeah. No, the place that I go to no, in, in Tennessee is the uh, Red Boiling Springs, the Thomas House. Yeah, I, 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 I went there with my mom and my stepdad a few months ago. I was probably there. Possibly. <laughs> it was Did back you? in a. Uh, Did you have any experience, uh, Damien? Not really. Um, I don't know if it was just because it was one of those group things where there's a ton of people there, and I don't know if it was just because there were so many people there or what, but I didn't really, not really. I mean, that's probably been the one place I've been that I really didn't experience anything. And so that's so strange, though. That really is because I've been going for a year now, and I know what you're talking about. Uh, a lot of people because it's more of a like a, a, a group tour type thing and you've got to worry about people walking over you yeah you just but that is the one place that i've had the most experiences with being rushed by spirits being touched being um uh spirits presenting themselves to me telling me to say hey tell this person i'm about to touch them to not be scared. Right. There's so much at that place. But if you go just that one time like that with mm -hmm. a bunch of people, it does kind of take away from what you're trying to experience. Yeah. But the Thomas house is, it's very, very haunted. And there's a spirit there that does not like, well, he likes me. He doesn't like David. <laughs> but he's no. a real asshole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here we go again. No one likes me for some reason, you know. Uh, so um, <laughs> with 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 everything being said and and things like that, uh, we've gone over goals. We've, we've gone over uh, different things. Um, is there a wish list of of things that that you would want to get for your group or or, you know, one place in the world you would like to go? Well, what's kind of on your bucket list for your um, for your group? Oh, I think as a group, I think cause I, I've been there three times, but as a group, I think we all want to go to Waverly Hills. Oh, yeah. nice. Just to get in there with us four and just, just do it. Um, mm -hmm. For me personally, I think my top would be Trans Allegheny. Um, oh, I love that, that one too. That would probably be my top. I don't I don't know about Josh, but that, that definitely be my top for me personally. Josh, how about you? What 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 do you want to do most uh, uh, as a, a paranormal guy investigator uh, by yourself or with the group? What what's your what's your top thing? Well, mine's mine's more of a, probably a little closer personal to my my life my lifestyle. I've I've been in law enforcement and worked corrections for right at twenty years now. And my dad's retired with 31 years, and he he worked until the place closed down. 
um, and that was the old main prison, the Tennessee State Prison in Nashville. Oh. I, first mm-hmm. time I ever stepped mm-hmm. foot in that place, I was about six years old. And I've been back there a couple of times since it's closed down for other purposes. But that's the one place that I've always wanted to go in and investigate probably more than anywhere else. Just because I have that you have, I have that connection go ahead. to the to the place. Do you have uh and this is this is not for us as a group or anything like that, but uh with your dad's uh connection and your connection with uh with corrections, um would you be able to do that? Would you be able to take your team in there and possibly do that? Because I know sometimes when you work with uh, state buildings and stuff like that, it can get really red tapey, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, and with this place very much, um, there has been – the Nashville itself keeps talking about wanting to tear it down. And there is a, a group on, on Facebook that I'm, I'm with, and it's uh, – I want to say it's called uh, Save Save the Prison, and there's a lot of folks that are trying to devote a lot of time, money into protecting it because as old as this place is, there's a lot of history there that I I think needs to be saved. Um, I don't see that the place needs to be torn down. Uh, Do you know when it was built? Oh. uh, I don't off the top of my head. Uh, and not only, <laughs> not only is it, a, to me, a historical site for Davidson County area, but I mean, the, mm-hmm. there's been numerous movies that's been filmed there over the years. And, and I just think there's just so much history with the place that they need to preserve it and, and let the public into it and, and know what this place is. Sure. Yeah, kind of sure. like they do with the Missouri State Missouri State Penitentiary, the one I went to a couple of months ago. That um, that's that one was a really good investigation. But the history there, some of these penitentiaries are totally different from any other type of investigation, especially if they had you know the yeah. death chamber, and um, uh, Missouri State had executed about forty people, and it's. But they're restoring it and they're keeping it open. So I, I, I hope they keep it open for you guys and you can get in there. That'd be awesome. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's like Brushy Mountain. Uh, that place has got more history to it than what I, I realized. Once we actually got in there and started talking to the people that helped keep the place up and running, to learn mm-hmm. all the different, all the different things that's came and gone through that facility over the years you know to think about a place like that being destroyed just it, it kills me to think about yeah it's sad it, it really it's really sad and stuff like that um all right guys so we um we are going to ask damon here if he wants to um kind of push anything or promote anything damon if you want to put your own stuff out there of like youtube twitter or anything like that or if you would like to push the group go ahead um, we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Snapchat, YouTube, and it's all at RKB Paranormal. It's all, all the same for all of them. 
Um, I think our big, biggest following is probably on Facebook, um, followed closely by Twitter. Um, okay. So a lot of it's, of course, a lot of it's our friends and family and stuff. But as we've went places, you know, we've promoted and stuff, just trying to get our name out there. Just uh, in a, I think within what two or three months, we probably grew to about fifteen hundred, something like that. Wow. So good job, good job, man. Good. Way to go. Way, way to promote yourself. That's the way to do it. Uh, Christy, do you have anything coming up? Oh, let's see. This coming weekend, I'll be at Trevette Clinic. Let's see, the weekend after that, I'm getting a little confused. Uh, then Thomas House, Bobby Mackey's, uh, then the Conjuring House is coming up pretty soon for me. Getting excited about that one. That one's going to be. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. Uh, Josh, uh, do you do you have uh, anything coming up, Josh? No, I've I've got a few things that I'm trying to work on locally. Um, here again, just trying to learn more of the the back history of of the the county itself. Um, good job. There's yeah. There's an old railroad job. station that's here that we're trying to to get into, and then there's still two old jail facilities that. They're shut down, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get access to. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, they need to get access. Remission. David, <laughs> we won't go to that story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got a few things coming up. I've got uh, a, a thing. I'm going to be going to the uh, Devil's Tramping Grounds uh, this coming weekend to do a little bit of recording and investigate with somebody. And then uh, we, we always have our live show, uh, our haunted live on every Tuesdays on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Um, you can also listen to the podcast every Tuesday on Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen or steal your podcast from. Uh, once again, I really want to thank RKB Paranormal. Um, these guys seem like they're really, really good. And if you can give them a follow, give them a chance, contact with them, you know, network, everything like that. So they can come see you and you can go see them. Uh, the one thing about the paranormal community that Chrissy and I really push is something called para unity. Um, everybody work together. We're all, we're all trying to find the same thing and don't be a click, you know, or a dick about it. <laughs> so, so guys. <laughs> I really, I really want to uh, thank you guys. Two shout outs. Okay. I got two shout outs. Okay. okay. You got go for it. We got to, we got to do the shout out to the Ghost Hunt Weekends, Chad Morin, and the Tennessee Wraith Chasers, my boys. I love them. Shout out to those guys. Support them. And, of course, our haunted lives. Okay, back to you, David. Yes. yes. Uh, also, I want to <laughs> let everybody know um, – after that weekend, uh, Chrissy and I will be going to see her friends up in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to investigate the Mothman. That is that is kind of the big thing that's coming up for for OHL. I know I can't wait. Um, our friend just uh, contacted us today, and she had some experiences uh, uh, with with the Mothman uh, yesterday. So um, her phone shut off, and her car wouldn't start uh, when she was out at the TNT bunkers. So um, little paranormal to go along with, uh, with some cryptids. So, so guys, thank you once again. 
Uh, everybody, make sure to give them a follow. It's RBK Paranormal on all forms of social media. Uh, Damien, Josh, thank you so much for coming on, and we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. So, Wish you the best of luck. Thanks, guys.